podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's game at St Andrews on Sunday. Match, your first time doing a match preview on the Villa View. A proud moment for you, I'm imagining. Yeah, I'm buzzing, mate. I'm really happy to be on the channel again. <laughs> yeah, you did well with the videos in the week, so it's good to get you back on. It's good to work with a professional on the match preview, to be honest, because I'm knocking around with all these amateurs, so it's good to get someone who understands what it's like to, to run a YouTube <laughs> channel involved. That's a, bit harsh. That's a bit harsh on Dan, isn't it? I know it was, but he'll enjoy that start. <laughs> it's also your first time at St Andrews. How are you feeling going into the game? I'm nervous, you know, because in, in the past, it, you, we've always had like a, a clue about who's probably going to do better in the game, but now it's really even. Like, I really don't know, especially at their place as well. I'm, I'm so nervous for it, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I've got to say, this is the, the, probably the most nervous I've been in the lead up to a game for a while. I, f I felt pretty comfortable over the last few years that we wouldn't lose. Well, not necessarily we'd go there and win, but I felt okay that we wouldn't lose, but... I've got to say they've impressed me this season, and they've been. I feel like they've been good at home as well. Yeah, they have. Um, but uh, I'm scared, man, because I know we did well at the weekend. But it's a derby. I know it's a cliche again. It, you never know what's going to happen going into these games. But as you said, they have been doing well this season. It's like one of the first times I can remember playing them when they're actually above us. Yeah. So. It's not ideal, but I'd probably say, when, when you go away to their place, you'd probably say a draw, as long as we don't lose. As long as we don't lose, but I don't know. So I'm going there thinking a draw's no good to us, because if, if we've got any faint hopes of going up, we need to, we need to win the next two games, in, in my opinion. But a couple of weeks ago, I'd have been even more nervous than I am now. But obviously, like you say, we've won at the weekend well against a decent side, 4-0. They've, they've lost to Hull away from home it kind of does feel a little bit like the pendulum's kind of swung in our direction do, do you feel even a little bit like that yeah like you said a week ago i would have been crapping myself going into this game to be fair because they've been flying in recent weeks and it's kind of typical filler that we we win four nil the week before and they lose but again I, that discounts it because overall they've had a better season than we have and i think like you said if we win the next two games could the playoff push be on i don't know like you said in the podcast he's raising our hopes um slightly unfairly but we'll see if we do win this game and win on wednesday as well against forest and what is another big game i don't know it, it it's going to be tasty going into the playoffs in the final final part of this season let's just talk about blues a little bit because i've got to admit i had them down as relegation candidates at the start of the season and I obviously don't want to come on a, a Villa channel and give it, the, give it the big talk about how well Blues have done but you have to respect what Gary Monk's done there yeah um, he, he's, he's a good manager to be fair to him Th their squad isn't great you look at they've got Gary Gardner playing in their midfield like he couldn't even get in the Villa the Villa 18 at the start of the season but with the squad they've got the players they've got Gary Monk's done a very good job and you've got to be fair to him he's got them the punching above their weight yeah. to be fair, even, to be, even to be near the playoffs so, fair play to them. You've got to give them credit where it's due. Yeah, on the Gary Gardner thing, obviously Monk's come out today and said that they asked Villa if, if, yeah. he, if he could play. I mean, what was he expecting the answer to be when he asked that question? I know, like, I don't think he's a very good player, but if, he, if, if Monk wants to use him, he must think it's a benefit to Blue. So, why would Villa say, yeah, go on then use him? It's a bit of a daft question from Monk, but yeah. There you go. I mean, can he? I, I didn't even think you were allowed to play if you were on loan from, from a team. I thought it was like in the rules that you couldn't play. Craig Gardner may come in for Gary. Obviously, he's not the favourite person that we've, we've ever laid eyes on at, at Villa Park, but I'd be happy to see Craig play than Gary, I think. 
Yeah, um, is, is Gary younger than Craig? Yeah, he is. Yeah, exactly. Craig's getting on a bit now, so hopefully his legs uh, aren't going to be able to cope in a derby. But obviously he didn't play too well at Villa Park. That, no. was, that was fun to see, but yeah. Grealish ran him ragged at Villa Park. Obviously he's come back last weekend. We imagine he'll probably be captain again on, on Sunday. Just, just speak to me a little bit about what it means to Villa fans watching one of their own lead, lead Villa out against Blues. Yeah, it's, it's mad. I, I think James Rushton said it's his first time playing at St Andrews, yeah, I believe. Yeah, so that, that's, wow, what, what an occasion to be in, in your hometown, in the big derby, leading your team out at their place. It's going to be a big occasion. Hopefully, I know they're going to kick, kick the crap out of him in that game. Like They're just going to hack him down all afternoon. So hopefully he can keep his head. But I think he's going to run the show again. But I don't want to jinx it. I don't want him to come off injured in the first 15 minutes. But I am looking forward to seeing what he can do. I mean, Gary Monk says about not going out to kick Grealish, but I think we'll all agree that that's a load of rubbish. They'll absolutely yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think every club's done it. I think he's still the most foul player, even though he's been out for three months in the Championship, which is just a crazy stat. But um, yeah, they are going to kick the crap out of him. We know it. Player in Monk's definitely got the best out of Chai Adams. Are you surprised by the, the rise in him this season? Because... He's got, I don't think he's got anywhere near 20 goals in the, in the past few seasons, but he is on fire at the moment. Yeah, I think Blues strike force, they've got Jukovic and Che Adams, which is like a big man, little, bit, little man uh, partnership, which is quite rare to see these days, especially two up top. And I think those two, they, they just do work together, they click. And Che Adams, like, I didn't expect that, as you said from the start of the season, I didn't expect him to be up there with the top scorers. He's kind of gone under the radar as well. Everyone's banging on about Abraham, Billy Sharp, but Che Adams is kind of under the radar a little bit. But yeah, he's a, he's a very good player to be fair, he's very quick and yeah, he's a good player, we've got to be careful. Yeah, we've mentioned a couple of, of, their, of their decent players, their decent manager as well. Where do you think they can actually be got at? Because I, I look at it and I think Lee Camp's not a great goalkeeper. Their defence can, can be got at like, like, we, like we got at them at Villa Park. If we click, then we, we should cause them problems. Yeah, Lee, as you say, Lee Camp is a funny goalkeeper, and I think he's had a. I think someone, a Blues fan, said that he had a fairly good season, but he is he is prone to a mistake. So we do need to test him, and especially down the wings as well. Their fullbacks, I think, um, one of their defenders, Colin. Yeah. I think he's out. He's out. So that's good for us. I think Wes Harding's coming in. I think he played at Villa Park as well. He didn't have a good afternoon there. So hopefully that we can get at them down the wings with El Ghazi and Adoma coming into some form. Hopefully we can get them there. I mean, I'm saying that we can get their defence, but I don't know whether you saw it. When the Birmingham Mail picked like a combined 11 of Villa and Blues, Lee Camp was in goal, and three of the four defenders were Birmingham defenders. Are you surprised really? by that? Well, well, mm, kind of, because, well, our defence has been pretty bad in this season as a whole, but that's, yeah, that's a bit of a weird one, that, to be fair. Yeah. Overall, I think if we click, we are the strongest side. I mean, Gary Monk said that going forward, we're one of the best in the league. Selection-wise, obviously we've played very, very well in the last game. We finally got a convincing win because we hadn't played well for months. Let's face it, John McGinn's back. What, what does he do? I don't know. I think he said it's, it's, a good, it's a good dilemma to have. But for me, I've said it before, he's got to keep wheeling in there because we won 4-0 at the weekend. And if we play like we did against Derby, we will win on Sunday. It's just a case of can we keep it up? And I don't think you should, you should change a team that's just won 4-0 against a decent Derby team. I'd keep wheeling in there 100%. Yeah, I, think I, I agree with you. Obviously, McGinn's a fan's favourite. He's been one of our best players this season. But like you say, that combination worked well against Derby, who despite being off form, they are, they are a good side, and I have to say, Blues are a good side, otherwise they wouldn't be where they are. 
Do you think this is the kind of game that's, that suits Whelan? Yeah. I know it's, it's it's an easy thing to say, but this derby is going to be scrappy. There's going to be people kicking everyone all over the park. And I think the midfield three of Horahan, Grealish and McGinn, it's kind of against those like more tricky teams. But in a scrappy game, you want that player sitting deep in Whelan, just breaking up the play, just moving the ball quickly, getting it out of his feet and just moving it. I think Whelan does that well. And McGinn, I think Grealish isn't going to play 90 minutes. Obviously, he's been out for three months. So McGinn bringing... Grealish off and McGinn on. I think that's yeah. a good choice later in the game, maybe when players are getting a little bit tired. McGinn, obviously, he's got loads of energy, so bringing him on, he can go forward, maybe get a last-minute winner, hopefully. I don't know, but, yeah, I'd play Whelan. Obviously, I love him, and it feels like we do every video we mention Conor Horahan, but he played further forward in the last game, got, got into the box, doing what he does best, and he, he obviously came away with two goals, coming into form at the right time against Blues. What did you make of that tactical switch, and were you surprised that in the bad run we haven't done that sooner I know I think we saw it in the good run we had in November it, Horham was doing that he was going forward sprinting forward helping the attack go, even going up, up there with Abraham and we saw that with the first and third goal I believe he was sprinting with Abraham up there and it's good to see because that's what he's good at I know we, we've seen him in that deep role you know being the playmaker deep but I don't know but going forward that's that's what his role is it should be for me anyway because going forward you see his stats assists goals it's what he does everyone the people who've been criticizing him have said oh, what apart from the stats what does he offer but he offers the stats like he offers the assists he offers the goals and going forward he's, he's a very very good player and he gives gives us that option as well so he, he looked good against Derby he did yeah other selection-wise, the other thing that's going on is obviously that Elphick's going to be out for the next month or so. It was Taylor that came on for him in the last game. Is that what you'd do or would you be tempted to keep Hawes where he is because he's playing well and play Yednap? Because again, like you say, it's a bit cliche, but it does feel a little bit like it's his kind of game. Yeah, it's a tough one, but Yednap hasn't played too much at all recently and... I like Taylor. I, I don't mind him. He's got a lot of stick recently, but I, I do not mind him. And as you said, House has been very, very good in the last couple of games. We all said he has a dodgy start, start at Brentford, but in the last few games, he's looked very, very solid. And he is quite good with the ball at his feet as well. Yeah. So he is all right going forward, but I'd slip him in next to Mings and play play Taylor because I just don't fancy Yedinak. Against Che Adams as well, running past him, I, I don't fancy that. And Mings and House are more mobile as well. Yeah. So, we'll see. It's a weird one though, because obviously you say about Mings and House playing together, it just feels a bit unbalanced with two left-footers playing there, but when there's two right-footers playing at centre-back, it never really gets gets questioned. Yeah, true. Um, when Mings went to right centre-back in the last 15, 20 minutes against Derby, some people said he did look a little bit off-balance, but personally I didn't notice that, and I think he is a good enough footballer to cope with that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind it. As you said, if it was a right footer, no one would really take notice of it. But hopefully Mings can step up and do a job there. Are you surprised at Hawes at how good he's been at left-back? Because I've got to say, if you'd have asked me who I thought was going to play left-back out of him and Mings, I'd have probably said Mings because he's the one I've seen play there more but actually Hawes has, has done really well he had an iffy start iffy game when he came on against Wigan and then Brentford he, he didn't look great either but since then he's been really really good yeah initially when he first came in I was a little bit skeptical like is this signing really really like what's the point because he was he injured when he first came in he was unfit I think he hadn't played much over the last 18 months yeah, so I thought, what's the point in getting this geezer in to kind of just sit on the bench? I don't know. But when he came on, as he said, against Wigan, he was poor. But 
he's grown into it really, really well, and he does look like a really good player. And fair play to him, he stepped up and he does look he does look good. The only other contentious selection issue I can think of is, is on the is on the flanks as to whether you would play Kodja rather than a Doma, maybe, or drop Al Ghazi and put Kodja in. What what would you do on the wings? Because I've got to be honest, I'm I'm not 100% convinced by any of them at the moment. No. Um... If you if you watch my videos, I'm ne I've never really been the biggest fan of Adoma this season. No. But it, in the last couple of games, he has looked good. Especially that goal at Stoke um, boosted his confidence. But he has looked good against Derby, and I would start him El Ghazi as well. He's been phenomenal at points this season, but he is a little bit inconsistent. And like I said, Kodja, I think he's better coming off the bench as an impact player in the yeah. last what 20 minutes. So I'd. I personally keep as it is a Doma and El Ghazi. What, what would you do? Uh, I think, like you said before, we're talking about not changing a winning team. We're talking about not putting McGinn in because that midfield worked well. I guess that probably applies to the wings as well. So if we had a Doma and El Ghazi last game, if we're saying don't change a central midfield, I think it'd probably be naive of us to come on and say change the wing. And like you say, Codger yeah. from the start, it's a bit of a no-no for yeah. me at the moment. Whereas when, he, when he's coming off the bench, they're the games where I actually think he's looked better if I'm being fair so I guess there's Andre Green as well but I think it would be a bit much to throw him straight in he's not started much over over the last few months since he's come back but it's good to have options on the bench isn't it because throughout that bad run we, we felt a bit like we didn't have anything to call upon but now it feels like we've got some useful weapons on there again yeah I think Andre Green and Kodra as well they Adoma isn't the fastest I know he's good going back so he does offer that option but Green and Kodja are slightly different players to Adoma in my opinion. They, they are slightly faster, a little bit more tricky. Adoma's good with his deliveries on some occasions, he can be a little bit ropey, but Adoma's a different player to Green and Kodja. So as I said, I think Kodja and Green are good options to bring on later in the game. Just going to harp on about last week a little bit more again, because obviously it's great to talk about a win. Do you think that that's now the, the turning point? Do you think we've put that bad run behind us? And what is it, other than Grealish coming back, what is it that just suddenly changed last week? Uh, I think I think that's a difficult one. I think it's 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 not good to say is it the turning point after one game because that that lose that well not losing run but that poor run has been what two or three months yeah. and we've only had one win. I know it's a good win, but let's not get carried away. But when you say what was it apart from Grealish? I don't know. I can't put my finger on it because Grealish just gives every single person a lift, including the players, including the fans. And if the fans are on side, you know the team are going to play a little bit better. So I don't know what it is apart from Grealish. What are you expecting from from the game? Then you've had to put your neck on the line. Are you would you go for a Villa win or would you say like you, you said you'd take a draw at the start? Would that be your prediction? If we played like we did against Derby, we will win this football match. Um, then again, if Blues play like they did against Hull, we will win this football match. So it's difficult to say. I'm going to put my neck on the line and say we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Um, I think an early goal in this game could be huge. If Blues get it, they'll sit back and defend. If we get it, we could run riot. Who knows? But I'm going to say we're going to do it 2-1. Do you think they will sit back or do you think they'll, they'll think, right, we're just going to go for this. We've had such a rotten record against Villa over the, la over the last few years. Stuff it. Let's just go for it. Do you, think, do you think they'll come in with that mentality, or do you think it'll be a cagey start? Maybe because this is probably their one of their best chances they've had in a long time to actually do us. Because they are they have been good this season. If they go two up, they'll defend. But as I said, this is one of their best chances they've had in a long time to to beat us. So hopefully they don't sit back because it'll make for a better game. 
but in a derby, you don't know. If they sit back, I think that's more difficult for us. I think I'd rather they yeah. came and attacked us and we could catch them on a break because I actually thought we looked decent on the on the break last week. Like for example, Elmo for that was it the second was it the second goal? Tammy's goal. Yeah. On yeah. the break, he ended up in just that, in acres of space. He's another one I just want to talk about actually because Hutton has been great for Villa over the last few years. I don't th- I don't think we can say anything else. And obviously, cult hero for what he did against Blues in the home game, but. Do you think we're a better team with Elmo at right back, possibly? I think when he's on form, he is a better player than Hutton. Obviously, he does have points where he just boots the ball out for a throw-in on the opposite side of the pitch. But he is kind of inconsistent with his, cross- with his crosses. Yeah. But he does have the quality of picking out a really, really good cross. And we saw it, like you said, with that Abraham goal against Derby. It, fair play to him because he belted it down the right-hand side. And he did very, very well. And did you see the clip where he gave it large to the Derby fans as well? Fair play to him. Yeah, I don't know why, why he did that. I'm not sure what his no. beef is with, uh, the, with the Derby fans. Something must have happened when he was at Hull or Sunderland or something. I've got no idea about that. You give your prediction, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give mine. I'm going to go with 2-1. To Villa as well. If you'd have asked me a week ago, two weeks ago, I, I don't think I'd have come on here and pr- predicted a win. But yeah. I've just got a good feeling for, for Grealish. I just think that that, like that armband is going to give him such a lift. It's going to give him that extra 10, 20%. And I think he's the best player in the championship. I don't know what you think. We're probably a bit biased, but I just think he could end up being too good for them. I'd like to think so. I, I've asked this question to my mates at school before, like, who is the best player in the championship? And I bang on about Grealish, and they're like, oh, what, he's so overrated. But then I ask them, who is the best player? And they can't give me a name. Yeah, people talk about Pablo Hernandez, who's a similar player to Grealish, to be fair. But for me, as you said, Grealish is the best player in the championship. And hopefully he can just tear them apart on Sunday, because I would love that. Thanks very much for coming on, Max. It's been a pleasure to have you on and keep going with your channel and hopefully you'll be able to produce a good video talking about a Villa win at St Andrews on Sunday. Let's hope so. Just want to thank Max for joining us. Obviously his channel's flying at the moment so it's great to have the two channels combined and produce some content like we have done this week. Hopefully, like I say, he'll be making a great video talking about three points of Villa on his channel so make sure you watch out for that coming of Villa on tour at some point Sunday or Monday I'm going to imagine. If you haven't yet checked out our podcast then Tom and I were in the booth earlier in the week obviously the Blues game came up but we were talking about all the things that have been going on at Villa Park including that great win at Derby so still valid at the moment if you want to go and check that out it's out in all the usual places. If you have enjoyed this video then make sure you're giving it a like and comment below with your predictions going into the Blues game. Are you confident like me and Max now? Two weeks ago, as I say, I'd have struggled to have come on here and predicted a win, but that win at the weekend against Derby has given us all a big, big lift. If you're not already subscribed to the Villa View and the Villa on Tour with your post notifications on, that'd be great. It would really help both channels grow, so make sure you're doing that for us right now. We thank you in advance. Stick with the channel, stick with the Villa of the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.